Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This week on The Breakup Breakdown. I ended up telling my ex, no, I'm really not happy. She kept asking me why, why, why? And I really couldn't give her an answer. Time kind of passes. I get a thump on my door and it's like my journal. She had written in the journal, hope this was all worth it. She was trying to convince everyone that I had cheated on her. What was in the journal that made her think that you were cheating on her? Ooh, what's in the journal? Well, we are going to find out on this episode of The Breakup Breakdown. Hey, what's up? It's Abby. Thanks so much for tuning in with us. So happy that you're here, as always. Hey, if you like this podcast, we would love it if you gave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, because this episode is going to be a good one. We are talking about a relationship that starts off with those feelings that I feel like we've all had. You know when you're dating somebody and you're like, they're really great, but I just kind of feel like, I don't know, is this my person? Do I need to stay in this relationship? I mean, we've been dating for years. Is this a normal feeling? How do I know when it's right to leave? But it's a breakup breakdown. So you know that it's going to be a little messier than that. Hey, if there's a part of the interview you want to jump to, you can always check the episode description for timestamps. And if you want to listen to some music after the episode, you can always check out my breakup playlist on my Spotify. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, what's up? It's Abby. And co-worker Justin. Co-worker Justin. Back at it again. Oh, yeah. This is a really cool submission. The uh, the person that we're going to be investigating, if you will, mm-hmm. apparently was on some kind of TV show. This person knows them somewhat personally and wants us okay. to look into it. So let me, let me dive into this submission. It says... Hey, Abby, I have been dying to know about this girl I know from college's relationship. So she came out and dated a girl that looked almost identical to her. They were literally twins, LOL. And they were very public on Instagram. But then all of a sudden, no more posts. And then very quickly, a new girl comes into the picture. They get married and they were even on a show on a popular streaming service. I think she met her wife at work, but I've just been so curious as to what had happened and if her ex is doing okay too. Can you get the full story? Okay. Does this new person look exactly like did specify that this person looked different, but I was like, okay. wow, this person is kind of fascinated with like <laughs> with like uh, this person's type. We joke with my brother. A few of the guys he's dated look like him. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you're just in love with yourself. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, so hmm. he likes to date men that look like him. He did. The guy he's with now does not look like him. Interesting. So, so maybe it's a red flag if they look like you. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, unless you love yourself, then, then I guess you're good. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be weird, though. Like, I wouldn't want to date somebody that looks like me. No, it'd be like making out with a mirror. Right. Which, depending on how much of a narcissist you are is <laughs> you might be into that <laughs> you might be into that um okay and then yeah so i'm sure a game show t- or or stream service show like adds a little element of weirdness to the story but oh. even that like that could be part of maybe that's part of the situation you know? know like i don't know if it's like a dating show then <laughs> <laughs> that kind of you can't be well i guess you can be in a relationship if you want to go on it but yeah then you kind of are the a-hole you know so i think there's probably a level of that so i guess we're gonna have to find out i'm 
curious about this. I love to be nosy, as you know. This is what, episode 15, 14? <laughs> Let's break down this week's breakup. Okay, okay. so uh, the relationship that we're talking about today is from a submission I got. This person is curious about the person that you dated in college. She said that you two were twins. Fun little tidbit of information for you. Uh, and she wants to know how this relationship ended. So let's start at the beginning. Take us through this relationship. How did you meet this person? And then how did it eventually go wrong? I met my ex actually on Tumblr, funny enough. It was back when that was like kind of a thing. So we met on Tumblr, ended up having some mutual friends. We were from kind of like the same hometown area, only about maybe like 30 minutes from each other. So we knew a lot of the same people. Like one of her friends was a girl I went to high school with. And so we ended up chatting on Tumblr and I was in college at the time. I was a junior. I was coming home for Christmas break. So when I was coming home, I was like, oh, I'll just be 20 minutes away from you. We can meet for the first time, kind of like get to know each other, see if the vibe's right. And so we started to date after that. Beginning of a relationship kind of started off a little rocky. We were both closeted. Granted, she had dated a girl before me. So she was like very deep in the closet. This was like when I was first realizing like, oh, I like women. I'm going to date women. So I was more open to the fact of like, I'm ready to come out whenever. So it was kind of more of a struggle for her to accept like, okay, I can come out. So in the very beginning, we were like hiding our relationship, not telling people, not telling our family, but like still being around them. So it was really hard to kind of differentiate between, okay, are we friends today or are we dating or whatnot, I guess. Finally, she decided she was ready to come out. So she did on her own. Her family was unaccepting to say the least of me, at least. I think they definitely gave me the cold shoulder, treated me really poorly, wouldn't talk to me if I was in the room. You know, first coming out, it was a lot to kind of wrap my head around. After that, it kind of leveled out. We were still long distance. And then I decided to go to nursing school and moved to Nashville, which then made the distance seven years or seven years, seven uh, hours, <laughs> seven years. Yeah, that. In different years. <laughs> so I moved to Nashville. And so then she decided that she wanted to move to Nashville as well, move in with me. And this was going to be like the first time we were living together. When she moved, it was a little hard for me because I had kind of had this independence for so long. I mean, we were in a relationship, but we were also long distance to where like I could have like my alone time if I needed it. So then when she moved in, everything was about us all the time, which is a good thing, but it got to the point where I couldn't like even go hang out with a friend just myself. She would like get really annoyed or possessive, make me come home. And it was just, it made me feel really not suffocated, but just it made me feel bad all the time. Like I felt like I was always walking on eggshells and I didn't want to upset her and I didn't want to like set her off or make her feel insecure or anything. So it was really hard. Towards the end of year three, I was starting my first nursing job and it was like a big deal. I kind of got a better sense of myself. I was doing well at my job. People like liked me there and it made me feel really good. And then I would come home and she would just be like angry all the time or unhappy or I would come home exhausted and she would just lay into me about something I didn't do or did do. Towards the end, I was just really unhappy. I confided in one of our mutual friends because we had all the same friends. It was one that was like a little bit closer to me. So I was like, maybe she'll be understanding and I can like get some feelings out. So I told her, I was just kind of like, I feel like I really want to break up with my ex. I feel like we're not really on the same page anymore. She was like, oh, well, you know, like all relationships go through this. Like you just need to wait it out. It'll get better. And I was like, no, I like, I really don't think <laughs> this is something that I can just wait out and it'll get better. All of our friends thought everything was great just because I never talked about anything ever with them, like about a relationship. So I was like, okay, well, we'll see. And then like, maybe, I don't know, a week later, I ended up telling my ex, you know, I'm really not happy. I don't really know why. And that was a big thing that she was unhappy with because she wanted to know like exactly why I wanted to leave her. And I was like, I just, I don't really know. I feel like we should break up. I feel like we're not going in the same path. And she was 
obviously not happy about that. She kept asking me why, why, why? And I really couldn't give her an answer. There was no like distinct thing she did. There was nothing that happened. It was just, I had grown apart from her. At the time she was kind of a mess from it, which I can understand. We lived together, had all the same friends. So I was like, well, right now I do want to break up, but we can stay living together and we can work things out for the time being. Some more time passed. We're still living together, kind of like just roommates at this point, not really going on dates or anything like that, just friendly. And so I decided, I was like, I really need to figure out what's going on. Why am I feeling this way? I was just getting to like a really low point. And so I decided I wanted to go on a vacation by myself. And so I went four hours away in like the middle of the woods in this like cute little mini house. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to figure myself out. I'll be alone. I didn't talk to anyone on that trip, not my ex, not any friends or anybody. And I brought a journal. I'm not a journaler, but I was like, this is the time to start. So I go to this little tiny house and I write my journal for like, I don't know, three days or something. And it was pretty much just saying like me trying to figure out why I was so unhappy, why I didn't love her anymore. Like, was there a specific thing that happened? Was there a reason? It wasn't anything crazy, but you know, personal details. A friend from work ended up texting me and she was like, oh, hey, like, how was your trip? Are you excited to get home? That's when I kind of fell apart, sent her a text being like, I'm just so unhappy. So it was just like this long, like word vomit in the text because I didn't really have anyone to talk to at the time except my journal. <laughs> and so she was just kind of like, yeah, it sounds like this isn't for you. It sounds like it's kind of run its course. If those are the qualities that you're looking for, obviously she doesn't have them. Kind of like commiserating with me pretty much. So then I get home and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I agree. And so I go to work and I leave my Apple watch at home. Then I get a text from my ex on my phone right when shift is like starting. And I'm like a brand new nurse, just got off orientation. It's like my first night off orientation. And I get this text and it's like, how dare you be so inappropriate? How dare you cross that line? How dare you talk about me and say all these terrible things about us and our relationship? We're so done. Don't expect me to be home when you get home. Like never talk to me again type deal. And I was like, what on earth? And then my work friend was like, did she read your messages on your Apple watch? And I'm like, no, who would do that? Like, that's crazy. She was like, no, I, I bet that's what happened. So then I text her and I'm like, well, what are you talking about for starters? And then she was like, yeah, I read your messages with your friend and the conversation you had. And I can't believe you would say all those things about me. And I was like, well, I understand your feelings because I would feel that way as well. But I did tell her all of those things. I just said it a little bit in a nicer way. <laughs> I was a little bit more brutally honest with my friends. So I can understand reading things about yourself that are negative. I would be hurt too. So she said all of this and my like shift is starting and I can't be on my phone when I'm at work. I kind of was like, okay, I understand. We'll talk later. Like I can't really talk right now. So then I'm like, I don't know, a mess all night. I get home. All of her stuff is like moved out of the house, like all of her clothes. She ended up taking like a ton of stuff that wasn't really hers to take. At this point, uh, just have it. Like she even put like a weird random thing. I had a favorite long sleeve shirt I wore every night just because it was like my favorite shirt to sleep in and it was dirty and it was in the hamper and she like went and took my favorite shirt and took it with her. <laughs> it was like that level of petty. Wow. She wanted to hurt me that much. She took my favorite shirt <laughs> out of all things. Well, you know, whatever. I'll let her cool off. We'll talk later. So we were broken up. Time kind of passes. I get a thump on my door and I was like, what on earth is that? So then I open the door and it's like my journal like thrown at the door open on the front doorstep. So I bring my journal in, didn't even know she had taken it, bring it inside and she had written in the journal, hope this was all worth it. Something along those lines. And I was like, wow, okay. I mean, she read my journal, whatever, I guess at this point. But then a friend texted maybe like two days later and she was like, just so you know, like she's sending pictures of your journal to everyone. And I was like, wow, okay. I mean, it's embarrassing. It really is just like hurtful, embarrassing. Like your most private thoughts about like ending your relationship and she's sending these out to everyone. 
and not just like a few people, like she was sending it out to all of my nursing friends, all of my college friends, any high school friends I had, any family she could find, anyone and everyone. And she wasn't just sending pictures of my journal. She was trying to convince everyone that I had cheated on her. Anyone that would listen. She told them that I had cheated on her, that it, I was texting this girl at work and that we had crossed the line and we were being inappropriate. She never told me that said I was cheating, but she was telling everyone else. And she was saying that it was emotional cheating and she doesn't know if we had done more or anything else, which is obviously false. So she was like tweeting on social media, like saying all this stuff about cheaters and how they're fake and liars and stuff like this. And I just like text her being like, Hey, I understand you're hurt. I get it. I understand that you feel like I crossed the line. Totally understandable, but please just don't be saying stuff about me. That's not true. I mean, you're free to vent how you want to whoever, but please don't bring in like my friends from high school who don't even really know you. It's just embarrassing to like say that I dated you at this point if you're doing those things. She didn't really take that well. She was just like, well, you are a cheater. So, so be it. And I'm like, well, okay, that I guess I can't do anything about it. What was in the journal that made her think that you were cheating on her? It wasn't really, I honestly, I don't remember it that much, but I do know it said I had fallen out of love with her and I was like, we're just not compatible. And then I was just saying, oh, I'm getting closer to people at work. I'm finding other friends that I want to hang out with. I'd rather spend time with them than her type deal, which is awful, but I didn't know how else to like form those words and tell her that without like writing it down in a journal first. Cause you don't want to be like, well, I don't want to be with you anymore. I don't want to hang around you anymore. She was just like, well, that's, if you're wanting to spend time with other people, then that's cheating essentially. Kind of get where you're coming from. Kind of a reach as well. But I mean, I, I can maybe see it. Like if you're that hurt, I could maybe see where you make the connection. She told everyone that I was cheating, told all of our like best friends at the time. Everyone stopped talking to me. No one even asked my side of the story. Like literally the last time I talked to everyone, we were fine. And then everyone just like unfollowed me on Instagram, stopped texting me. If I even texted, wouldn't even answer anything. I don't know. It's kind of hurtful because they're like taking the word of someone that just got broken up with, who's obviously going to be saying like mean and hurtful things. I mean, that's valid. Maybe you listen to my side of things as well. It was a really rough time. I mean, I didn't want to hurt her feelings, obviously ended up hurting her feelings. Someone I dated for three years, like it was a big deal. I was in a low place. I was already dealing with a lot, trying to figure out my identity at this time. And then I lost all of my friends, literally not a single one would talk to me. The only time they did reach out was like a month later, be like, you need to talk to her. And I was like, no, at this point, like we're beyond that. I was at a pride event with my now wife. She was my girlfriend at the time. It would, <laughs> happens to be the girl that I was texting at the time. Not, <laughs> it wasn't like that though, then. Yeah, yeah. We literally just friends. So she, wait, I didn't that, know she was a girl. Was that why she thought you were cheating? Because you were like friendly with this girl at that time? Not really though, because we were all friends with her. Like she was kind of friends with her too. So it wasn't like abnormal for me to be chatting with her because she chatted with her too. But I think then seeing us together at Pride, like four months later, she was like, oh, now it just like validates that my thoughts that she was cheating, gotcha. which I can understand that. I mean, from an outside perspective, it does look like that. I totally get that. At the time, it was purely platonic and the messages were just me venting about our relationship and like me wanting to leave. Going forward, she was like, okay, now it makes sense because now they are dating. So obviously something was going on then too, which I can understand, but she took it a little too far because then at Pride, she saw us together. She ended up like blowing up my phone, her and one of her family members, like sending me Facebook messages, Instagram messages, Instagram comments, like on all of my pictures that are public, sending me texts saying that they were going to get us fired, that they were going to give my now wife bruises. They were going to out her and they were going to go tell off her family and friends and work. And it was just a lot. Everyone knows, like any gay person knows you don't say your 
you're going to go out someone, it's a very personal and like private journey that they have to go on themselves. And I felt like that really just confirmed like, okay, I'm glad that I got out when I did, because if that's the kind of person she's going to be like, obviously not someone I want in my life. And I can can understand where she was coming from, but maybe like, don't go about it that way. (laughs) Like she could have reached out personally or privately, but she like went on my Instagram and like commented under every single picture. Do people know you and Whitney are dating? Do people know you and Whitney kiss? Do people at work know that y'all are together? Like, do I need to tag Whitney's mom and like, would like at her mom on the comment and just stuff like that. Was there any sign um, like that kind of behavior while you guys yes. were dating? Okay. I mean, not like to that extent. If she ever was drinking, she would get very, very um, accusatory. Like even if I was just talking to someone at like a bar or something, she would like say that I had feelings for them or I was flirting with them or I wanted to go home with them or whatever it may be. It was always like something like that. And then she would always try to bring other people into like our situation. Like if she was ever mad at me for something, she would like want to text like five people about it. And it was just something that I was never really loved about her. Cause I was like, I just, I'm a very private person when it comes to personal matters, conflict and whatnot. And she knew that, but she would still like go out of her way to involve other people, which I didn't love. And then obviously once we broke up and she was very hurt, she took it to like another level that happened. And then even to this day, which it's been four years now, I'll still get messages from her friends or acquaintances or family, whoever saying like, how dare you leave her? How dare you be fake? And it's just, I don't know. It's like, I was reluctant to even do this because I know if any of them hear it, they're going to like come after me again and start all over with like harassing me, saying negative things. It was a learning journey. And now I'm with my wife and everything worked out for a reason. And I think she's happy with someone as well. So I think it all ended well. Um, I'm just happy that she's not happy around me. <laughs> it's always crazy how the red flags you see either like in the beginning or like in the middle of a relationship, things that kind of bother you, they're always the reason that they end. Uh, yeah. And they just get bigger because you're like, oh, I mean, it'll like, it'll be fine. This will pass. We'll get over it. And then they just like get bigger and bigger and just accumulate over time. And you're like, well, okay, now I can't look past this. <laughs> well, talk to me because that's just so heartbreaking to me. Once that relationship ended, she isolated you from everybody else in your life. Can you talk yeah. to me about your experience of moving forward once that relationship ended, having to rebuild your life? So it was really hard. It was really almost like devastating because I had lost person I had been dating for three years. She was my best friend. Um, even till the end, like we were still pretty good friends. Then I lost all of my other best friends, like even ones that I thought like were really close to me. And they, when they didn't even bother to ask me like what had happened, what was my side of things? That's when I was kind of like, well, it's not someone I want in my life. If they're not going to reach out to me when they know I'm going through this. And even that one friend that I like confided in like months prior, like never really, I mean, she kind of did, but never really asked what happened, never really asked what went down or anything. So it was just really hard. I had to kind of like start fresh. I just stayed with my friends at work. I tried to make more friendships there, develop more friendships there, how I ended up dating my wife eventually, because I focused all of my energy just into work pretty much. I mean, I was a new nurse. So I was like, oh, I'll just devote all of my time to working. And then after work, I would just go out with work friends. But I was, it was pretty lonely there for a little bit because I didn't really have anyone to like talk to or when like I was getting these nasty messages and comments I didn't really have anyone to go to and be like wow can you believe they're saying these things it was kind of like I just had to internalize it and move on and I think I've never actually spoken about this breakup ever to anyone except my wife she's the only one that knows it was just kind of like I'm just going to cut all of that off move on completely distance myself because it was just like too painful to stay in it and just think about all of the friendships I had lost in addition to the relationship 
relationship. It was just too much. So I was like, you know what, just going to start now. So I just made all new friends at work, focused all of my energy into those people and then kind of just moved on slowly. Didn't really look back. Once I was done, I was done. I was just to the point where I was like, these are people that I don't need in my life. And funny enough. So then three years later, we, my now wife and I were on that show and a lot of them ended up reaching back out being like, Oh, I saw you're on a show now. Like, congratulations. You look so happy. And I'm like, yeah, I am. If you would have talked to me, you would have known that a while ago. <laughs> Noticing it only took me going on national television, but great. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely a very hard time in my life. It's just, I had, for me, the best thing to do was just cut it all off. Kind of not look back. Don't reach out to any of them. Don't reach out to my ex. Just try to distance myself as much as possible. And like the messages I would get from people and whatnot, I just had to choose to ignore them and think like, it's not a true reflection on myself. I had to like convince myself that I was still a good person for like a good six months after that. <laughs> That's so hard because when you're hearing all these voices, you're literally isolated with just you and you're now, well, your wife, but that yeah. girlfriend and all you're hearing is just how bad of a person you are after you've just had to process the end of a relationship before it even ended. I feel like a lot of people are really going to relate to what you said about not knowing why you're unhappy in a relationship. Can you touch on that a little bit and maybe give any, give some advice to maybe people who are feeling that in their relationship right now? Yeah. So the not knowing why it was just, it was so complicated because there was no distinct thing that she did. There was no cheating. There was no like distinct, huge fight. There was nothing that was really like a big change in our relationship. It was just, I got to the point where like one day I was like, you know what? I don't want to go home. I would rather stay at work than go home at this point, just because I'm so unhappy when I get there. And it really took me a while to process. Why do I feel this way? Is it because I'm unhappy with myself or is it because my surroundings I'm not happy with? Or is it because we just don't work well together anymore? And I've gotten to the point where I didn't like us together. I felt like she brought out a lot of negative qualities in myself and vice versa. I, any advice I would have, I would say, just listen to your heart and don't stay in something like a relationship just because you've spent so many years with them and you have a life together. That's not a reason to stay with someone. It's not fair to that person to remain in a relationship that you're not fully invested in. Once you have those doubts, they never go away. They just grow. So if you don't address them early on, it gets to the point people end up getting hurt more than they should have. If you're honest from the very beginning and just open, maybe you can work things out. From my experience, as soon as I started having doubts, they just started to accumulate and I just became more and more unhappy. And I really needed to journal, <laughs> reflect why I was feeling this way and why as a person I needed to get out of the relationship. And it just helped a lot to know like my own strengths and what I wanted in a future partner. And I kind of made a list of those qualities and compared it to my ex. And I was like, she has like maybe one or two. Obviously this isn't someone that's like my forever person. And so I just think, listen to your heart and don't stay in something just because you've spent time and effort in it for so long. Like that's not a reason to stay. Great advice. Great advice. <laughs> well, now that you've um, given us all your trauma drama, do you yeah. have final words of wisdom or details we didn't touch on that you think are important to mention? I want to just say like, this is my side of things. Obviously she has her own side of things. They're going to be different. And I don't want anyone to think that her story is not valid because her feelings are valid. And what she went through was also very hurtful and probably traumatizing. So I just want people to know that there are two sides to every story and we each have our own story and that they should both be respected and we shouldn't pass judgment on things that we don't know everything about. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on to share your story, your side of the story, to be more specific, of course, two sides of every story. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much for staying through the entire episode. If you like this week's breakup story, we would love it if you left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're in the mood to listen to some breakup themed music, you can 
always check out my playlist on my Spotify. And as always, we will see you on Thursday for a mini episode. And you can check out the trailer for next week's episode. It's up now. I will see you whenever you decide to tune in next.